Okay, I am so sad I didn't have it recorded for that comment you just made because that was one of the funniest things I think that would have been said on this podcast, like, ever. That was funny. There's a big old yellow, brown, and uh, black spider. Spider. Bargord. Oh, nice. Oh, well, there we go. It's a gay spider. It's got every color in the rainbow on it. <gasps> so, what y'all missed right before y'all walked in? Walked in. Okay. It's cold. I went ahead and recorded, so we're in the cold open right now. Okay. Freak the cold open. We were talking about you being outside with the dogs. Uh-huh. Benjamin said you was getting drug around out there, probably. It's like, nah, it's just Bella out there. Said, I'm just waiting for a crackhead neighbor to bitch about the fucking dog shit on his hey, property. Quit, quit interrupting the bit. You interrupt shit all the time. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But he said... I'm now finish the bit, because it's funny. He said, ah, hell, Bella, dog, female, with glasses on her, Josh will be in love. Let her drag him around. Bella, where me? <laughs> I said, no, Ow, her not dark or long enough. My ears are going to Don't make me find it. Don't make me tell Will to bring that can shit home for you. You had a bug on your head. I'm not doing it. Oh. All right, Mr. Mean Yerman, you said you had a uh, top five list, and I would. Sorry, <coughs> winner advanced the U.S. championship game, and California just beat Washington two to one, and they never should have got that play. But anyway, yeah, I got a top five. I, I, Josh, I think you were outside when I asked Jason if anybody had one. I can't remember whose week it is with us not recording. It was recording. image week. I was going to get do mine this week and have it ready for next week. Sorry, guys. Okay, we'll be ready for next week. One just kind of popped in my head. Um, do you want me to list them in order or just name the five? Uh, either way, if either you want to put them in order, if you want to name the five. Do you think it'll make a difference that we'd figure it out if it's in order or not? Ben, Ben, pause, pause. Ben, we got another Universal Gems box. Oh, you got another snack box? Yeah, yeah. we haven't opened it yet. I was just saying. This month is grease. Oh, I'm excited. Be careful. Grease sits heavy on your stomach. Yes. I don't get it. Oh, you mean the country grease. Oh, like. Well, what? just save it. If y'all do it before Sunday, just save it, and I'll try Sunday when we're over. Oh, gilly-dokily? We might do that. All right, so... Shane Douglas, Terry Funk, already got it. Mike Awesome, yep, already got it. Taz and Jerry Lynn, favorite ECW champions. My yeah, my top five ECW world champions. I like that list. What surely honorable mention would go to Just Incredible and Steve Carino. I didn't know Justin Credible won the world title on ECW. Justin Incredible won the world title right Just, after he was, Storm left. Or, he was the long. He was. I think he was the longest reigning world champion. One of the longest reigning, if not the longest. Yeah, the whole, almost the whole run of the Impact players, except till the very end, when they were doing the feud with uh, Shane and Dreamer. Uh, he was the world champion. Uh I gotta throw Bigelow in there too as a one A, one B. I forgot he was world champion as well. Yeah, yeah. 
mine. <laughs> mine would probably be. Uh, No, I'd say, if I was to have and, an honorable mention, it would be not in there because I'm doing real ECW, not WWE ECW. Yeah, mine would have to be World Dreamer time. as an honorable mention. Just because Do he, what? Dreamer would be my honorable mention on the list. See, I left him off for the specific reason he didn't want the belt. He never wanted it. They gave it to him just because of the... Uh, Having to get it off of Taz after Taz took it off of Awesome. Yep, and then... And then that's, that's when Justin Credible came out and won it after Storm had left. Yep. So who would your top five be? Uh, Does this still have this whole entire bar to fill? <coughs> yes. Uh, Douglas, Raven... Taz. Yeah, I, I left Raven off. I'd have to throw him in as an honorable mention. Raven could actually replace, replace Jerry Lynn. Douglas, Raven, Taz, Carino. Awesome had a great run. That's why I put him on there. But Bigelow. Was never a Sandman fan. You know what? I'd have to throw Mikey Whipwreck on my list. There you go. Just because of, you know, how he got it and then the whole thing where him and uh, Foley teamed up. To beat the public enemy. Yeah, so that whole run with uh, Mikey Whipwreck, I loved. Interesting fact. I don't remember what I seen this on the other day. I mean, I know it was on TikTok, but I don't remember who shared it. If ECW had originally got on pay-per-view right before the mass transit shit happened, Chris Benoit was going to win the world title at the pay-per-view. Yes. Uh, Benoit. Benoit. Uh, Benoit Guerrero for the ECW title was going to main event the first pay-per-view had it went as originally planned. Nice. Right. Then that mass transit incident happened and they got kicked off to be and lost their pay-per-views and everything. What about you, Josh? Did you watch enough ECW to have a top five? <coughs> I mean, of course, I couldn't watch it when it was live, but, you know, I've always went back and watched a lot of stuff. Um, if I had to pick a top five, it was... uh, I do... Mikey Whipwreck at five. I would do Bigelow at four. Jerry Lynn at three. Steve Carino at two. And Taz at one. My number one, and I think Jason's going to agree with me, just because of how much it meant to the promotion, how much it gave him credibility. Fun. Terry Fox, for one. By the way, as you're listening to us, uh, it is Friday or Thursday, August twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. Yesterday on the twenty third, we lost uh, the hardcore legend Terry Funk. And then today, we just got breaking news before we started recording that we've lost William Rotunda, 
or Rotundo, if you want to call him his work name, uh, better known to wrestling fans as Bray Wyatt. So we send our thoughts and prayers and condolences out to those families. Also a very important person in our life. Uh, Keep Tyler Gaz away and his family and your thoughts and prayers. Uh, His grandfather's going through some health issues right now. Uh, Still in the hospital. Uh, We won't go much more in detail about that, but keep them in your thoughts and prayers too. And listen, buddy, we love you. Yeah, and also, uh, not going to say what's going on with him, but uh, right. John Williams. We love you, John. Uh, you know, he can. Brett fans may remember him. Uh, he was Spitfire. Spitfire at the original UEW and TWA, and a lot of local shows around here. And then he was known as Sean Fire at those same shows and then working for me in Graysville. And, you know, he did the podcast with us for a little while. He was, yeah, hell, every Tuesday for a few weeks, we were stopping say, by. Yeah. But uh, keep him in your prayers. He's going through a little bit of stuff right now. So. Yeah. yeah. Not just wrestling. He's one of mine and Jason's best friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've we've done a lot of shit together. remember coming home uh, from the governor's that night, and he was playing fucking uh, – Bumper cars with the uh, uh, road cones. Yeah. He thought it was like a driving course, Josh. He was zigzagging in and out of these fucking road cones. That's hilarious. And he was a cop at the time. Damn. Yeah, so keep John and uh, Becky and the kids and your thoughts and prayers. Uh, he's going through something very severe right now. The and I know he'll listen to this tomorrow when it comes out. And if he gives us the okay, then we'll tell you guys what's going on. But until then, just know that it's 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 serious, and uh, he's in for a fight. And he needs all the help, support, prayer to get from you people. Yeah. Um, and I have one more person to shout out. Um, I'm not gonna say names or anything, but I have an old coach who. Uh, May get some bad news coming soon. So, um, just for the future, guys, positive vibes. They didn't diddle no little kid, did they? Huh? They didn't diddle no little kid, did they? No. They didn't get in their no-no zone, did they? Oh, no! Okay, just making sure. I'm actually wishing for positive vibes if that were the case. Well, shout out to Emmy's old coach. I hope everything goes good for you. And uh, shout out to Lulu for getting her bonus for being Emily's friend Saturday. I gave her a bag of mini uh, mini Starburst. I stole those, by the way. They're in my backpack. She left them at the house. Did she? They're delicious. All right, guys. uh, (coughs) We're going to cut right here, play the theme song, come back, give a little bit of news, and... uh, we got a lot of news. You got a lot of news? There's a lot of news that broke. All right. So we'll uh, go ahead, take a break. We'll come right back. And uh, I'm going to diddle this stop button real quick.
What's up, fuckers, and welcome to another. Uh, Sad. Extra long. I was trying to think of a better word than sad, but yeah, a sad edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. As you you know, you heard in the cold open right there, we're lost two great lost two greats in two days. Uh, One who was already retired, one that still had a bright future ahead of him. You know they say it comes in threes. I don't like saying that, but. I don't want nobody else right now. Definitely not within three days. Don't want it nobody at all. Just sucks, man. That it does. That it does. So we're gonna try to Run through get through this part as quickly best we can. Uh, news section. Yep. Um, you said you got a good bit of news, uh, Ben. Um, we might have similar stuff. I don't know. Well, a lot of the stuff I seen was breaking after we came on the podcast. Okay, so my stuff is stuff that's been out there for a few days. Okay. I'll go ahead and cover mine. Mine's quick and fast, and then we can go to yours. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. That's why I like it. Of course, we covered our two passings, unfortunately, in the wrestling world. You know, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. No. You know, it's, it's people don't really understand. Jason and Ben have have met and been around some of these people. Um, I, you y'all you met you've been around Terry Funk, haven't you, Ben? Have you? I've met Terry. I've met Terry. Yes. So, but even if you haven't met these people, when something like this happens, if they especially if they pass away, you just it it really hits your heart. And man, it's just because we're all human fucking beings, and you know you hate to see a young life. Young or old, any kind of life, you know, pass away, it really hits you. And when you see well, people, plus say, with Terry Funk, um, everybody knows Woody's my mentor, my trainer, my wrestling dad. And we lived together for a while, and Terry Funk has always been since Woody was a kid his favorite wrestler. So yeah. even if I didn't know anything about Terry Funk before I met Woody, I damn sure learned about Terry Funk living with Woody. Hell yeah. So, yeah, it, it really hits you, and it just... I actually broke the news to him yesterday. How did he react? Really? Uh, kind of like we all were sad, but we knew it was coming because he's been in such bad health. Yeah. But it does God, make it any easier. He seems uh, like he's been to, in bad health for 20 years, though. Yeah. No, like, it's been real bad. Like, I don't know if you've seen the picture <coughs> that took with him. Yeah, I saw a couple. Late last year, early this year, but... Uh, I also talked to Rudy Boy Gonzalez today, who I know Jason knows who he is. Uh, He was the, he was actually the trainer for Shawn Michaels Wrestling School in Texas. He's, you know, actually the guy that trains Spanky and all that. Like, Shawn's name was on the building, but he didn't do a whole lot. Rudy did all the training. And Shawn's built up to WrestleMania 12, the guy he's wrestling in the ring, getting ready for the Ironman match. That's Rudy Boy Gonzalez, but. Uh, he had said that he just told Sean Casey on Monday that they need to drive from San Antonio to Armarillo to go see Terry. And then he passed away on Wednesday. Damn. Absolutely insane, man. So, oh, shit, far. So, uh, yeah. You can, you can prepare for it, but still, like, when 
you know, one of your heroes dies, it's it, it, it's different than just oh, a celebrity died. Like, yeah, right. Like, I went to bed last night watching uh, Great American Bash '89, and then this weekend. I'll probably watch some of the other stuff from 89, which was when Funk came back as a commentator and when he attacked Flair after Flair won the title back from Steamboat. That led to their magic clash. Gave him for the pile driver on the table that didn't break. Yep, I remember that. Well, I didn't, I was, I've watched that before. But that had, you know, that had him managed by Gary Hart. So there was him and Muda doing a lot of stuff. Against Sting and Flair, it was you know eighty nine was a good year for wrestling. Yeah, it was. And then you know all the ECW stuff. Like I'll go to sleep about once a week watching the rise and fall of ECW, and I still remember the line in it where uh, Paul Heyman says ECW wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Terry Funk. He was the only guy from that generation that was tough. And had the credibility and the want to that wasn't worried about clinging to his spot, wanting to be a champion that realized that he had to give something back for there to be a business too. Absolutely. And he had no problem giving back. And that well, and he goes, he goes, uh, he said, uh, let me work with him. I'll let me work with him. I'll do something special with him. And Heyman said, and he did with everybody he worked. <coughs> yeah. That's what, you know, a lot of people's complaints were. You know, it's not so much now, but, you know, back in them days, you know, back in the 90s, 2000s, you had a lot of vets that didn't want to put nobody over and help with young talent. You know, in the, you know maybe the late 70s, early 80s, were more of a, uh, it was more understandable because you didn't know who was actually going to actually protect the business and actually respect the business. You well, back, back then. The business just to come in for a cup of coffee and then decide, ah, I'm just going to leave and then give away all the secrets. Well, no, back then, it's because not every little fucking jerk was allowed to be in the business. Yeah, you had to prove that you could actually handle the business. And not only that, that it wasn't made by Hollywood writers that knew nothing about wrestling. It was made up by nine board members who voted who was your world champion. And to be the world champion, the only world champion that was world champion that couldn't fight was Ric Flair. But anytime they thought some shit was going to go south, Harley was booked on the tour with him. Harley fuck you up. In a New York minute. So But we've right, what do you got for news? All righty. So a couple bits of news. Um we've talked about this in the group chat and you know, outside the podcast, but the Cash Wheeler arrest, you know, he was arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm. You know, of course, you know, he went to court, went to his court date. He was ordered to pay, I think, a $2,500 bond, um, forced to give up his weapons. No Which means 50 bucks. Yeah, 250 bucks. Yeah. Hell, knowing him, he's got money. He paid the whole thing, probably. But, uh. Well, if you pay the whole thing, you get the whole thing back. If you use a bondsman, you just lose that 250 bucks. Uh huh. But, uh, yeah, it's just. That's what they do is they secure your bond by paying. They pay the rest of it. Or they they give the assurance you'll make court. If you don't make court, then the bondsman has to pay the difference. Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> so, yeah, he didn't have no passport restrictions, no 
work restrictions, so he's going to be at all in Sunday. It, Tony Khan confirmed that the match will go on. Probably won't be keeping the titles. Um, I'm sure if they do keep the titles, people are going to be bitching and moaning. Now, we don't know what happened. You know, the word was he I would, I would love to keep the titles because everybody in their mama thinks they're going to drop. Yep. I would pull a swerve, even if I was going to put the belts on them. I would pull a swerve and keep the belts on FTR. Honestly, I think it's a better tag team than the Bucks, anyways. Uh, their face to face interview yesterday was bullshit. Yeah, it started out good, and then the Bucks had to, you know. Well, Matt Jackson, he just. I don't, don't get me wrong. I like the Bucks. They're entertaining. I like their in ring work, but Matt Jackson just comes off as a. And older than now, better than you fucking prick. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were the reason you came. Uh, you, you're here because of us. We, we, we brought you in. You didn't have nothing to do with it. If Tony wanted them, it wouldn't have mattered if you didn't want them or not. They would have been there. Right. <coughs> but I would I would pull this. And Cornette said the same thing. Everybody expects this. Do something different. As long And he did say as long as Cash was up front with Tony and let him know everything that was going on, which. I believe he did. Knowing Daniel the way I do and the way Jason does, he's an upfront guy. Like, and and we don't know what happened. We yeah. we've got one side of the story from the guy that says he's the victim. Exactly. For all we know, you know, he brandished the firearm. Hell, for all we know, he could have gotten cut off in traffic, or Daniel could have, you know, swerved and cut somebody off in traffic. And next thing you know, they try to chase after them. There can be multiple people in the car. Or this this guy could have brake checked Daniel. You know, you never know. But here's the thing. Florida's the uh, stand-your-ground state, so he's pretty much going to get away. It, I don't think he's going to get in trouble for this. I mean, there was supposedly no other contact. He didn't know the people. Nope. I mean, it could have been anything like we were talking about. There's a divot in most people's uh, dashboard. Yeah, or you could just have it laying there. Or he could have had it sitting there. It could have been something as simple as him looking at it or something whenever a dude cut him off, and he was like, oh, I felt threatened. And the guns are registered. His weapons are registered, so he's elite. he has the right to carry. I think the, the way this law is worded is bullshit. Yeah. A, aggravated assault with a firearm. Just because he showed you the gun, that's not that's not assault. If anything, intimidation. Yes. But if there's no physical altercation, it should not be assault. Exactly. Agreed. But I'm sure this will blow over. Next one. So, Edge's last match on his contract was this past Friday on SmackDown against Sheamus. Now, rumors is his contract, his physical contract's not up till September, but he, the rumors are going around that he had told WWE what his request was to stay and retain his services, and WWE declined it. Now, a lot of people think it's a money thing. I don't think it's a money thing. This is my opinion. I don't know if it's true or not, but I think his one request was for them to try to reach out to AEW to get Christian. Maybe for them to have a match together, do something with a tag team. Adis unmuted uh, New South. I unmuted New South for a second. Oh, now, Edge has went on X or Twitter, Twitter X or ex-girlfriend or whatever the app's called now. X-Video? That, that, that is bullshit. Ah. 
that he there is no hard feelings with him between him and WWE. He does have a contract extension in his inbox, but he doesn't know what he wants to do. Oh, well, there you go. Is that the TV? WWE would be dumb not to sign him even to a Legends deal if he would sign it. But if he's (laughs) more wrong with Christian, now here's the deal. Okay, his contract's not up until September. Yes. I mean, he can't be in Wembley. But he could possibly be in Chicago. Uh, he could be at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show. Yep. Chicago's quote closer. Chicago is all out the following weekend. See, I thought he still wouldn't be able to be at that one. I thought the first one he could be at was the Nobody said nobody has said a date in September. They just say September. Yeah. If it's true. September and it's September the first uh-huh. all on September the third. That's true. Or all out is on September the third in Chicago. Oh. Alrighty, there's that. We'll find out. We'll get we'll get injured from that fairly soon. But coming from a guy who's done this for a long time and would love one more run with his best friend, I it wouldn't surprise me. Exactly. Because if you remember, he was training for his comeback, and AEW offered him a contract. Yeah. Then he he agreed in principle to the contract, but, but said, "Let me take it to Vince." Out of respect, let me see if they want a match. And, of course, they would. I mean, why the fuck wouldn't they? They'd be dumb not to. I'm glad they did because I don't think you would have got that same reaction in AEW. Oh, I do. It got the same reaction. I mean, pop-wise, yeah, but I don't think the emotion would have been there. I mean, because... Yeah, I I do. I think it would have been just as emotional. It's wrestling. It doesn't matter where (laughs) it is. What I would have been afraid of is their past record of bringing in stars and not knowing what to do with them. Yeah. Yeah. But the one good thing is we wouldn't have had that bullshit match with him and Randy Orton at that WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, great. Hey, that one's still going on. Y'all, you should I'd say that. it's, it's still hour, happening at the beat. Six-hour last man standing match. That's probably what fucked Randy's back up. Yeah, carrying edge for that one, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. That match was no joke down there an hour long. Oh, yeah. yeah I fell asleep. Well. I know, shocker there. <laughs> All right, next bit of news. Oh, fucker, you used to fall asleep during Road Warrior TV matches. Goddamn. <laughs> Not Legion of Doom, Road Warriors coming out to Iron Man. <laughs> Goddamn. Son of a bitch. Shit bar. In other news, as you saw on this past Dynamite, if you watched Dynamite. This motherfucker sounded like a news anchor. <laughs> In other news. <laughs> uh, Santana Ortiz made their return, so that's good. I, I, you didn't say his name right. Santana now has a first name. Oh, yeah? Mike. Mike Santana. Mike Santana. Mike Santana and Because I had to listen to it. I was like, what are they saying before Santana? And they're like, Mike Santana, and I was like, yeah, okay. okay. So they returned. That's awesome. I'm guessing either they've 
mend their fences they if they had issues with each they other. They came back as heels to join the BCC uh, in Stadium Stampede. Uh, they did a thing where apparently Phoenix has got some kind of visa issue. Uh, visa issue, so he can't go. If what I read is right, uh, Phoenix is trying to become an American citizen. Oh, that's cool. Right. So he can't leave the country. So he had to skip out on Mexico on Triple Mania. Triple Mania. He skipped out on Triple Mania because he couldn't leave the country, and he's going to have to miss this one because he can't leave. Right. But they did. They actually made it make sense. They wrote him out very well. Yeah. I mean, two, it makes total Two crowbars sense. to the fucking head. So who's going to take his place then? Nobody. They. I was about to say, it's probably just going to be five on five. Five on now. five. So you got the BCC and Santana and Ortiz versus the best friends with Orange Cassidy and Eddie Kingston. And I do have to say, in my opinion, that's bad booking. And Penta. And And the reason I say it's bad booking is, what title does Orange Cassidy hold? International. And you're on your biggest international thing. That title needs to be. You're on your your first ever across the pond. And you've got him in a, a throw-together fucking gimmick match. <coughs> yeah, he needs to be out of that match and defending that title. Agreed. Anybody can feel that spot. But they also made another change last night. They pulled A.R. Fox out of the coffin match but and added Christian. Yeah, well, Mo- yeah, Mogul instantly kicked him out, which was stupid. But I said... I don't like the fact that he was kicked out of the mogul embassy. What's even more stupid is Darby forgave him. Well, no, it, it's a perfect story for Darby for to get for Darby to forgive him because if you remember when he turned, Darby said, "I'm not mad at you. I can never repay you for what you did." Like that's a true story. Like <coughs> when Darby come to Georgia, he was homeless, living in his car. Yeah. He met AR. AR's like, hey man, you can stay with me. He worked at the building. Uh, that so happened to lead him into meeting our friend Priscilla. And you know, the the theft happened from a buddy of ours. <laughs> and then he was back on his feet again. <clears throat> but the way they built it up, though, was like, Apparently, everybody on the roster is going to England. Uh, my boy, uh, Sean Dean, Sean McBride, posted today that uh, on a plane headed to, to the UK. So, but uh, I don't think AR Fox is going over because I read somewhere that his grandma had recently has recently passed away. Well, see, they could have done something better where they didn't kick him out of the mogul affiliate. Well, that's why I didn't like that he was kicked out of that. I think they could have done something to where... Well, this had where Sting beat the shit out of him. Yeah. But the way it was set up last night, though, it makes you think that all four of the people are going to be involved. Right. Chris can cut the promo about Nick Wayne. Nah. Heard you have a father. Heard your father's dad. Which Matt Sales said today on Facebook, if Christian wants to uh, do programs with guys with dead dads, I volunteer. <laughs> I mean, Jericho already worked the one with the uh, 
was it Suge? Yeah. So why not? Jericho Osprey's promo last night was incredible. That's what I heard. I like Billy Gunn's promo. He called also. Dude was shaking. He's turning heel. Oh yeah, Billy's young promo. Billy Gunn's promo was great. No, nah, Billy's not turning heel. Billy's coming back as a badass. But I don't think they've said it's for the titles. All so I think how the acclaim gets their win. Well, he's not taking everything from you, so I assume that meant the trio's titles. I would assume, but the match graphic I seen didn't say trio's titles. Ah, we're good because I want the house to keep them. Then again, I'd like to see Billy get a belt one more time. Yeah. Hell, I'd give him the international title. Shit, if I have Billy Gunn on my roster, it'd be hard not to put the world, world belt on him. Yeah, no for doubt. World title, TNT, anything, goddamn. Some bitch looks like that is 60-something years old and can still go. But, God, it's me, Billy. Who's <laughs> your world champion? Uh, a 60-year-old man named Billy Gunn. What? Have you seen this motherfucker? Oh, I see what you're yeah, Those of you that have never seen him live, TV does not do that man justice. He, he is fucking not. huge. He is huge. Bro, he's Hulk Hogan big. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably argue he might be a little they bit They built him to 6'5", 6'6". Billy Gunn is every bit of 6'7", 6'8". Yeah. He's a fucking monster. All right. My last... Oh, a couple more bits of news. Um, <laughs> we're just going to shoot through this, talk shit, and then move on. Booger T advocates for Nia Jax's return. Don't think we got to see enough of her. It's because she can't fucking shit up. If she's gotten better and she's improved and been training since the time she's been out, then yeah, absolutely. All four are coming back. But she... Not her fault. When they bring somebody to TV that's not ready. Exactly. Can't blame right. Alan. But and when they don't gonna... see that they're not ready and say, hey, you need to go back to developmental... Or you keep them on TV, but send them to developmental instead of doing house shows. You're just like, oh, they'll get better in front of a live crowd. That works for some people, but not everybody. <coughs> yes. Especially when you've got all your contracted talent living either, if they're old school, like FCW, they're living in Tampa. If they're new, they're all living in Orlando anyway. Yeah. Tampa to Orlando's two hours. You can't drive down here <coughs> and work out. Exactly. So, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. But The same criticism, Ava made her debut, her cousin, The Rock's daughter, and she needs a lot of work before I'd have put her in a match. Yep. And her promos need work, too. She ain't her daddy for sure, but, I mean, that'll, that she's still green. She's still young. All that. Crap. Right. She's in the she got a performance center behind her. Right, but she's getting a lot of chances with the promos. This she wasn't ready for this match. Yeah. I don't like Ivy not after out. It wasn't. Because she seems to get much promo time as Gacy does. And right. Ivy's, Ivy's kind of green also, so I mean I'd have had her in there somebody a little bit more that could have led the match. Yeah. They don't have don't the only best they really got is uh you got Roxy that's got some experience, Roxanne Perez. Got, got, you got Cora Jade that's got a little bit, but she just got enhanced, so she can't wrestle. Blair. Uh, you got Blair Davenport, and that's about it. All their other girls are new. 
And their coaches, they don't still have uh, Sarah, do they? D'Amato? What the fuck is her name? Sarah yeah, Ray. they got Sarah. Is she still there training? Yeah, they don't have uh, Allison Danger, uh, Allison Carino, Steve's Carino. sister. That's right, yeah. Okay, and the last bit of news I they don't have, They don't have Sarah Stock any longer. That's She's at eight. Sarah Stock, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Right. That was Rita in TNA. Okay, and the last bit of news I've got is NXT related. You know, they've got their Heritage Cup. That Noam Dar just won back this past Tuesday on Heat Wave. Um, what a fuck match. I love those matches, man. And this is awesome because they just what? announced their Global Heritage <laughs> Tournament. Which is a just Noam and Nathan together. Oh, like yeah. they work so well together. Yeah. So the Global Heritage Tournament, which is basically a round robin style tournament, it's going to be two groups, four wrestlers in each group. It's going to be a 12, lim- 12 minute time limit. Pinfall and submissions count as two points. If it's a draw, it counts as one point. The winners from Block A and Block B will go to the finals on September the twenty sixth. The winner of that match will face Noam Dar on their mercy on September 30th for the Heritage Cup. I like that. There's going to be a lot of good matches coming out of that. But it says global, yeah. so is it going to be a few people from NXT and a bunch of outsiders coming from... I'd say they're going to do it like the Cruiserweight Classic, where they're going to get people... I think it's all NXT. They've got such a diversity of people from different parts of the world. I think it's all NXT, guys. Either way, it's going to be a badass. I love those tournaments. It's different. It's unique. I and love I, the British style of wrestling anyway. <clears throat> yes, sir. What kind of stuff of news do you have, Benjamin? Well, me. I'm locking from my phone. Let's see. Uh, AEW has released a statement regarding the passing of Bray Wyatt. Classy. Very of course, we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the air, if we were off air, but uh, Bray Wyatt uh, has been sick for a while. Uh, apparently, he was struck by COVID earlier this year and then followed up today with a heart attack. Uh, I know I told Jason about this, but WWE has uh, revamped their shop site through Fanatics to handle the bandwidth and to make sure that any Bray Wyatt merchandise bought, 100% of the money will go to the Rotundo family. Good. Which is awesome. I'm glad they do stuff like that to kind of right. help out, especially with something like this, which was completely <clears throat> unexpected, not a... <clears throat> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Do you think that they'll do like, you know, they've always do graphics for people, but I think... It's more. You think they'll have everybody come out there on stage and do like the full Tim Bell? Uh, probably. I don't know. SmackDown's tomorrow. They may. I don't know that they've done that in a while. I think Eddie was the last time that they done something like that. Let's see. Uh, here's something. Uh, fellow wrestlers have reached out and posted about Bray Wyatt. The Rock says. I'm heartbroken over the news of Bray Wyatt's passing. I always had tremendous respect and love for him and the Rotunda family. Loved his presence, promos, entering work, and connection with the WWE Universe. Very unique, cool, and rare character, which is hard to create in our crazy world of pro wrestling. Still processing losing the GOAT Terry Funk yesterday, and now Bray today. My love, light, strength, and monitor to the Rotunda family and the Funk family during this tough time. 
the greatest wrestler to never win a world title, William Regal says. Devastated to hear the passing of Wyndham Rotunda Bray Wyatt. My deepest condolences to Mike, Bo, Barry, and all the rest of his family. Now, if you guys don't know, yes, Mike Rotunda, Mike Rotunda is Bray Wyatt's father. Yeah. Bo Dallas is his brother. Barry and Kendall Wyndham are his uncles. And Black Jack Mulligan is his grandfather. So he is from wrestling royalty if you grew up in the 80s and 70s. No doubt. Matt Hardy, absolutely shattered to learn that my friend William Wyndham Rotunda has passed away. It's devastating to think he left us at only 36 years young. My condolences to the family, wife, children. I'm sorry. My compere miss you already. Blair, when you're a great when you're a great friend and someone your son's age dies within two days. Oh what? It really makes me reflect and think about life. Don't take any second for granted. Rest in peace, Funk and Bray Wyatt. Soraya, I can't believe I'm typing this, but rest in peace, Wyndham. I knew you day one of moving to America. You were the biggest sweetheart and were loved by everyone who met you. I'm in shock. Sending all my love to the Rotunda family. Big E, man, the first dude that took me under his wing when I got signed in 2009. We spent so much of our adult lives together, praying for JoJo, praying for the kids. I miss your laugh and your boyish charm. My friend, goodbye, Wyndham. Uh, Rhea Ripley lost for words. And Wrestling News Source has posted a bunch of remembering Bray Wyatt. Uh, first title win in the Elimination Chamber, his most reflective and heartfelt promo. Cena versus The Fiend at WrestleMania 30. The Wyatt family's debut. Um, in other news, MJF uh, sets high contract demands anticipation for the 2024 bidding war. Basically, it just says that he knows there's going to be a lot of money thrown around, but it's not all about money. Jericho sets the record straight on locker room controversy. He said that they do have it, that it's no different than any other company he's been in, where he's actually been involved in physical fights with other talent before. He said the thing now is everybody looks for something to hate on, so they jump on anything bad the dirt sheets report. So is he denying that there's any tension in the locker room? No, he said it's just oh, like yeah, any other Oh, yeah, says there's tension in the locker room. He said that's with any sport, but... It's no different than the locker rooms he's been in other places. Gotcha. Uh, Josh just talked about the global heritage. Uh, Chris Nowinski has been invited to the NWA oh, nice. to for concussion protocols with the talent and the referees. Pat McAfee acknowledges his current WWE absence is timing related, but remains optimistic about being able to return to... Uh, the WWE soon. Uh, really, man, everything else is just hopping up all in. Uh, media calls this week. Um, making sure there's nothing glaring coming out. Austin Theory's talking shit to the people that's been talking about him. Uh, Jim Ross posted a great thing about Terry Funk. If you get a chance, you need to read it. 
Uh, last night in Atlanta, they did film Collision for this Saturday after Dynamite. CM Funk played, paid tribute to Terry Funk in the ring after the show. That's really about it. Nothing else really newsworthy at the point. Uh, okay. Other than it being a big weekend for for AEW and the NWA as far as pay-per-views. Uh, NWA presents their 75th anniversary show this Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm going to watch night one, and then we'll rewatch it Sunday. When you guys are at the mixtape, I'm going to watch it. And then Sunday at noon, hour time here in the States, in the southern, the eastern part of the United States, uh, the zero-hour kickoff show will start for All In. Uh, and then the pay-per-view will go live at 1 p.m. After that, we will watch night one of 75. And then after that, we will watch live night two. So, big weekend for wrestling pay-per-views. Uh, you can get the NWA on the Fight TV app. Both nights, there's a package deal. And you can get AEW on regular pay-per-view. Or, what do we use, Jason? Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. And if you're in the area, get out and go watch the mixtape show this week. Definitely, because it's going to be a good time. And it's going to be different, but it's going to be really fucking entertaining. It's not your usual pro wrestling show, but you're going to be entertained. All right, guys, let's uh, take a quick break right here. We'll come back and ratchet up the content with some Ratchet Ronda's Renegade Roundup and find out who me won the fuck you buddy this week so uh fuck you buddy yeah be right back hey guys um it's me hey guys what's up it's me Emily that's your intro. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so basically, we're just going to do like the roundup as per usual. Oh my god, I keep shutting my phone off and it doesn't need to be shut off. Um, we're going to do the roundup as per usual because <coughs> I'm just like that. Sorry about um, us not doing it last week. Had a lot going on. Had a yeah, lot going on. We're busy. Well, we did have a lot going on. We had the family cheer pictures Thursday when we normally record. Yeah, you told me we were still going to come home and do it. Hey, you just got and- the and we were going to do it, and then, uh, pods. Hi. Oh shucks. And what By the time y'all got back from doing pictures, I was ready. I was Yeah, because after we got done with the pictures, we got. Yeah. Or better. So we decided that we'd, uh, we'd just do it Friday. And then I think everybody got home from work Friday and was glad it was Friday. Yeah, because I completely forgot, honestly. Until you texted at like 9.45. You're like, so we're not recording tonight? I'm like, shit, n- uh, no. 
Yeah, and I, I took a nap when I got home, so wasn't no sweat. Uh, after that, I uh, got out of the recliner, went to eat, watched the Braves game, and fell asleep. So we apologize, but you know, it's gonna be tough right now. Emily's cheering. Um, so if we don't get it done before Friday, we're probably not going to get one done that week unless we have a pay-per-view that weekend. Right. And just like I told her mom on the uh, the Facebook today, it's too fucking hot to sit up there and watch football. If they're good, I'll see you in October. <laughs> if they're bad, I ain't missed a fucking thing. Oh. Well, while we're waiting on her, uh, <clears throat> earlier we talked about, you know, keeping so our friends and, you know, Bray and Terry Funk's family in your prayers. But uh good friend of the podcast. Uh, I, I claim him as one of my wrestling kids as well. Uh, Jade Newman, unfortunately, suffered a broken jaw last Saturday at the TWE 10th anniversary show broken two places in his mandible uh he did have i talked to him today he did have successful surgery his mouth is wired shut um so keep him in your thoughts and prayers i shared a thing on my facebook today that uh you know he doesn't have health insurance so his sister set up a gofundme if you're able every little bit helps trust me that's an injury that i've had jason was there for both matches much like me, Jaden finished his match. Uh, I had to one-up him, though, and tell him that I finished my match. Drove to Empire, wrestled the guy that broke my jaw in a 30-minute time limit draw. <laughs> so it, uh, it's an expensive surgery when you don't have insurance because I didn't have insurance at the time. So uh, even if you can't give, share the uh, – you're on Facebook, share the uh, – was it the GoFundMe page? Yeah. Just keep Jaden and Cheyenne in your thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Speedy recovery to you, Jaden, man. No doubt. Well, Ratchet Rondo, we are here to talk about what happened at RCW this past Saturday night. So, the floor is yours, Ratchet Rondo. <coughs> Who was the first match? I forgot. First match, John Bishop versus Brent Banner. Oh, my God. I hate John Bishop. I Shout out to John Bishop for coming in clutch. We had a guy that wasn't going to make it. He came in last minute to fill the spot. Not only did he fill the spot, he's earned his spot back on the roster. Okay. And the newest member is Steve Dave Enterprises. Your favorite faction. Well, he's terrible, so he fits in. <coughs> Anyways. um. What did you think of this match there? Oh, Ratchet won. <coughs> it was okay, I guess. Definitely could have been better, but with Joe Bishop's in a match, it's just—I mean, Britt made him look good by all means. Like he, Josh, um, Brent made him look good, but it just—I think that I don't know. Maybe if he had a better gimmick. Um. You don't like the juicy one? No, I hate it. So, what if he was a baby face and came out and gave out juicy drop pops? No. 
I just think I don't like him. And it's Frog Butt. He's built like McKenzie. <laughs> God. It's what butt? It's Frog Butt. Frog Butt. But he's built like McKenzie. I thought like you McKenzie. said Frog Butt. <laughs> And did you hear her say that she's built like Mackenzie? That's not something you want to be built like. <laughs> I hope that her body looks better one day. <coughs> God, child. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to get the hope joke in there. Oh, good hope joke. We like making the hope jokes. Yes, the hope jokes are funny. Your dad had a good one the other day. What was it? Yeah. Her and Kenzie were sitting on the front porch when we got there. I was walking up the steps, and I'm like, man, I was hoping I'd remember your name. Of course. Anyways, um, this match was like a two. No, it was like a one and a half. No, it was like a two because Brent was good. So, Brent Banner and John Bishop get two. My Fuck elbow you, hurts. buddies. Really bad. But the, the important thing is who won the match. John Bishop. John Bishop won the match. That dastardly Steve Davis got involved again. Roger, crop top. Huh? He looked like... Never mind. I'm not even going to go into that. Okay. Next match was... Oh, my God. <laughs> Next match. Okay, shout out Damien, real quick, for yeah. making Dino look good. And also... Saving Dino's Keep Damien in that. your thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Twice. And keep him in thoughts and prayers. Because he did suffer a concussion in this match. Oh, yeah, he did. Bell, can you move? Out two weeks. Um, perfect. Well, at least. At least, at least two weeks. Good week. Um, so, shout out Damien. You did really good in this match. Um, do you know? Listen. I understand that there's people that you love in the wrestling community and you want to stick around. But when their talent is like Dino Dupree, that's when you need to become Ben Thrasher and just chill in the back. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Don't hang care. on, hang on, hang on. I haven't defended my point all the way yet. <coughs> ben actually had talent. Dino, that's a different story. Dino is far too old and far not in shape, too not in shape, to be in the ring. If you want to be old and be in the ring, <coughs> talk to Terry Lawler. Obviously, he's doing something right. If I wasn't scared of your mom and Christina and my mom, I could still go. But, no, and it's like, <laughs> he can't even talk to you because he doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> like, so, grow some teeth. He was born with that. <laughs> I don't think that happens after a certain age. <coughs> God. But... That That's match was a two and a half. And the two and a half is strictly on Damien's behalf. Dino literally did not. No, do a three. Do a three. Because Damien deserves a three. Write a three, please. I already wrote a Um, But, it was, I mean, it was a good match. If, <coughs> if, if it wasn't with Dino, it would have been much better. Like, if he would, if he worked um, anybody else. I want to see him in banner work. I know it's a baby and baby match, but that'd be a good match. But... The, um, the Dino match, um, it's okay, I guess. All right, and Damien did pick up the win. Yeah, uh, Damien. 
third match. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Third <laughs> match, Big Red Adams versus Torque. Also, Torque, your thoughts and prayers. He was also injured in this match. Yeah, muscle fibers in and his, his pecker. Pecker Torals. Not his pecker. <laughs> he told me his peck. Whenever he told me what happened. Um, I, said, I said in his, his peck. She said in his pecker? I was like, no. His... Oh no, he just has a pulled groin down there because he plays with it too much. Why do you say groin like that? Hey, you say it growing. You said growing. Well, if you rub it, it grows. Oh, my God. Claude, have mercy. Okay. Um, All right, so Red like, and Torque. It was I, okay. It was, from what I saw, it was going yeah. good until Torque got hurt. And then they hit. Yeah. They I didn't cut even know when short. Torque got hurt. Oh, yeah, he, he was hurt. <laughs> I don't know what hurt him, but as soon as it happened, you know, they covered it and went ahead and called the match. And Torque got in the back and was in tremendous pain. Oh, we so had to, is that why Torque left so fast? Yeah. Yeah, we had to make him a makeshift uh, sling out of a oh, crowd. And then uh, had to get him out got him out of there pretty quick. But I talked to him <coughs> a couple times this week. And, you know, much like all of us, he can't afford to miss work. So he's having to go to work and deal with it. But he's in, he's in serious pain. So uh we'll give you an update on him he goes back to the doctor in two weeks as well uh him and damien will both go back after the labor day holiday so as soon as i me or anyone of us get any information update we'll let you guys know for sure yeah yep. um this was actually not a horrible match um, <coughs> i'm gonna give it like three and point eight i thought it was good that torque tried to you know, stand toe to toe with Red. Yeah. Oh yeah, until that thing happened, yeah, he was. They were beating hell out of each other. Oh my god. Because Red, knowing him, he come into that match thinking, "Well, all I gotta do is punch him in the mouth, and he won't be able to fly around," which is usually a good idea with Torque. But when he decides to fight your style, throws a wrench into the program. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely wasn't expecting Torque to come out and just punch him in the mouth. Right, but he did, so, you know, keep, keep my little buddy in your, in your prayer thoughts there. Um, I get that. I mean, it, was a, it was a pretty good match, but who won? Dork? Yeah, because yeah, he revved it up. By God. <laughs> then we go to our lovely intermission. Well, uh, along with that, well, nope, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, that's before the, that's after the semi, before the main. Yeah. What? That's Okay, guys, we don't need quite awesome. air. All right, now, fourth match. Hey, I know this match. I know this match. It was 88.0 versus... I watched this match Monday. He watched this match Monday. I watched this match Saturday. I did not get to see it because of... The injury with Torque had us preoccupied. So all I know it Saturday was the the finish with the the spear spot leading up to the finish, and I was laughing my fucking ass off. LMFAO. And that's exactly yes. And that's exactly what we were going for. 
god. Yeah, literally, we finish in enough time to look up, and that's the spot we see. And you popped every one of us in the in the production room. Um, so, shout out Adrian Ackle. I don't know if he listens. He probably doesn't, but oh well. Ackle, Ackle. Um, shout out, uh, you're pretty cool. You showed up in a rush from I heard. And freaking butthole Kevin Ryan. <laughs> no longer my second, no, no longer my second favorite wrestler. Yeah, I'm back to being number two, goddammit. <laughs> really? You, even though he dyed his hair blonde, you don't like him? <laughs> no, the uh Yeah, the whole spear spot at the end, that was a combination of all of us in the back talking about it, the four of us in the match. Uh-huh. Uh Ackles was gonna do it anyway because it was like he was acting like it was his tryout to be a part of ADS. What got me was the why <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, this was a really good match. I was really happy with this match. This match had a lot to live up to. I was extremely but, happy with this match. We already know, because the trophy came home with us Saturday night, who who won this week without even going over the last two matches. Well, so, how many, how many, uh, fuck you, buddy, yeah, did this one get? It's the first five, guys. You know... I got three out of four hugs out of both of the, or not like out of both of them, out of that, out of that match combined. That's really awesome. But you know what? Freak Kevin Ryan. I just want him to know that. I'm mad at him. Even though he's awesome and even though he reposted me on his Instagram story about showing love. You know what? Freak Kevin Ryan. And he has bright blonde hair now. So I think what we're gonna do is us just keep the trophy because we no, only have the one. And and with indie wrestlers, we're not getting it back. Yeah, and if we let somebody take it home, what's the point? What's the what's the point? What's the, the likelihood? Oh no, 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 no! I don't think they take it home. I think we just if she tells us that night, hey, so and so had the the best match, and we filmed something with them for the podcast. Well, that's what we're gonna do. We got a picture. Uh, Malone had already left, but we got a picture of me. Uh, me, Emmy, with uh, Kronk and Adrian. And Lulu. And Lulu was there, too. Yeah, we can do that and then maybe get them to do a soundbite or something for the pod. Um, yeah. Well, you guys are awesome. Just know that, because I know this is the only segment that certain people listen to. So, we love you. Especially you, Chris Kronk. And Crazy Train did pick up the victory and retain <sighs> the RW Tag Team titles. Whoop, whoop, motherfucker. Oh, wow. Good. You a juggalo? I said woop woop. Next match. Oh, you're that guy that jumps off shit. <laughs> Next What's his name? I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. No, what's that guy's name? He's in there. The next match. Superhuman. The next match, which is Jerry Lawler. I mean. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Terry. Terry. <laughs> Waller and Brandon Watley. Oh, God. What freak Brandon Watley? Does he listen? Bro, I don't know. I know he's been on before. He's been on? The podcast? Yeah. I didn't know that. Shut up, dog. Um. Yeah, when we were still at the other building, we, uh, 
Uh, it was just me and Josh done the let him call in and. Oh, I didn't know he called in. Oh, nice. I know. I know. I like him. I like Brandon. Um, yeah, he was actually a really good interview. We did a. Uh, Y'all can talk. I got I don't remember what our top fives was, but we told him what the top five was, and he actually uh, came up with a top five of his own right off the top of the head. And... Nice. Uh, you know, we got his background, what got him into wrestling and all that good stuff. And it was a pretty good episode, I think. I have to check it out. I like that kid. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, since she's being, we can go ahead and go over what happened in the match. Yeah, Watley picked up the win with some shenanigans and chicanery. He, uh, he hit my over the top of the head with some nunchucks. Them things that thud. And Louder than shit, too. I know if it's because he hit him that hard or if it's because it just echoed around in Terry and Uncle Terry's head. Well, there is some empty space in Uncle Terry's head. I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did. But also, before the match, Watley come out and got the microphone and is demanding a match with the guy that he debuted with against you guys, Austin Towers. Yeah, he about stupid. Why would you want to challenge that big old motherfucker? That's a big, big boy. That's a very big boy. If I can say you're a big boy, use a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I still have nightmares about that big old dude. I'm glad he's on our side now. We'll see how it plays out. If if he still really wants uh, Towers when Towers comes back to RCW. Well, you know, Brandon Wiley's probably like a whole lot of them other guys, all talk and no action. We'll, we'll see. You still peeing? Uh, she's talking to her mama now. Well, let's go ahead and she can come back and give us her thoughts when she comes back. Let's go ahead and talk about what happened after this match. Okay. Unannounced, Wes, the overmaker Blaze, comes to the ring. And starts talking about Randy Rocker and how he's the overmaker, but maybe he's looked at things wrong this whole time. Maybe it's not him that makes stars. Maybe it's you people. That's the microphone down and walks out of the building. Yep. Very uncharacteristic for Wes to do something like that. Yeah, especially here recently. Right. Okay, well, she's back. So we've already talked about Wes's little segment he had right there and done oh. his little talking. It was so just, give us your thoughts on the... What was your talk on what? Watley and Terry? It was... Eh. I mean, it was a good match. Lollard's good in the ring. Did you I just can't like a man that shows cake in your face, I don't think. Why? She's Why? still smelling chocolate. Yeah, that is... Um, oh, you're still back in there. Um... You're, you have, you could have the charger, Josh. No, I'm going to use your phone to call Oh, um, so it was, I mean, it was a decent match. Like, it wasn't bad, but I was very happy with it. I'm, how long has Brandon been in the business? Uh, Brandon, a couple years. 
maybe three, four years at that. Yeah, something like that. <coughs> All right, so how many uh, fuck you buddies is this match going to get there? Like, I don't know. Like, three. No, yeah. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Fuck you buddies. Yeah. And that will bring us to our main event of the evening. The surprising... Trinity. Trinity. Taking on. Y'all know who's so fun. Rhea Ripley. Uh, Yeah. Taking on RCW champion Jake Murphy. Woo! Go Trinity. Trinity didn't win. Spoiler alert. That one's like probably like 4.8. 4.8 star. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Y'all barely eat the win out on that one then. Yeah. Well, she's toning it down. The other day I asked her, I said, so. Oh, yeah, I did say 12. It wasn't the other day. It was yesterday. Oh, shoot. Am I going to kill for saying retard? We ain't ain't getting Meltzer crazy now. I'm pretty sure Dennis said the N-word on the podcast. Nope. Really? Okay, so, uh, yeah, but yesterday I was like, so. We know we won. We know we got the fuck you buddies. How many did we actually get? She's like, um. Yeah, I'd say 12 yesterday. I'd say probably about 12. I was like, yep. It was a really good match, especially after I got to watch it back. I just wish I could have watched it and felt it live. Well, you only had it in there for like 10 seconds. Sorry, guys. I'm heating. Oh, shucks. She's trying to heat up her food, and she left it in the microwave for like 10 seconds and wonders why it's still cold. Um, this match was, it was really good, and I, can you hear me from over here? Yeah, I can. Okay. I can hear. Okay, Trinity was, like, so good in this match. So, shout out Trinity. I already pushed you last week. I'm not going to push okay. you two weeks in a row. If you couldn't hear that because she was on the other side of the room trying to yell, she said Trinity was really good in this match. So, uh, hey, there not, you go, buddy. Not, not saying the truth. I actually said that. Um, but he was really good in this match. I was actually pretty proud of the kid. He's come a long way. I used to hate his guts and hope that he died. So we're getting somewhere. <laughs> um, this match, it was really good though. I was really actually impressed. But shocker, the cocky Jake Murphy keeps the land. Never mind, I'm not saying that on air. Um, the overall show was probably like, oh, and, oh, is this letter grades? Letter grade. A plus. A plus. Oh my Good. God, my elbow. Now let's go over what happened after the main event. Okay, y'all talk about that. I want my food. After the main well, event. Here comes Steven Davis out with his new hired hitman, his his heater, as they used to call it back in the 80s. Juicy John Bishop. The juicy one. To, uh, to get a measure of revenge on Trinity. Uh, as Jake, the glory hound that he is, is sitting in there basking in his glory. They're just putting the boots to Steve Dave. And then, out of nowhere, I thought this man had left. But here comes Wes Blaze down the ramp. Slowly walking in, taking his watch off. Steve Dave and uh, John Bishop 
have Trinity held for for West to start to pummeling. But what happened next surprised everybody, including me. West didn't hit Trinity. West hit Bishop. Then he hit Steve Dave. Then he hit Bishop. Then he hit Steve Dave. Then he hit Bishop. Then he hit Bishop with a spine buster. Must be nice. And I had seen what I needed to see. So I came out. Maybe and I couldn't take my eyes off West because I seen something in that kid that I've not seen, Jason, and you've seen it before, that I've not seen in him in years. Happiness. Oh. Exactly. Happiness, content, joy, gratitude. I'm sorry. You're fine. I got a tickle. Oh. Oh my god. <coughs> so we went and set, went ahead and set up the main event for the return show. September the 2nd, which will be our one-year anniversary the at the new building on yeah, Alternate 52. Buddy. The Tabernacle. We are going to present Breaking the Mold, and the main event will be a four-way elimination match for the RCW Heavyweight title. And Jake Murphy will defend against John Bishop, Trinity, and the returning much to the crowd's delight, Wes, oh my God, please. Uh, yeah, I think... Corn nuggets. Corn nuggets are hot. I don't even like them. I love corn nuggets. Eat that. I think it was one of those unbeknownst to the crowd. I think this thing with Wes has been coming for a while. We love Wes. I do too, and should we go ahead and drop the, the nugget that we've got that we're doing this weekend? Hang on, pause. Um, shout out Wes and go sign up at his gym to get Jack pose. Because y'all need it. Especially John Bitchin. <laughs> well, he can't get Jack, then he wouldn't be Juicy. He'd be Jack John Bishop. I'd like that better than Juicy John Bishop. So this weekend we are getting together for the August birthday oh. celebration. Jason's birthday, Wes's birthday, and my birthday. We're gonna watch some wrestling, and we're gonna record the West Place story. Yeah, we're gonna try to record some of the West Place story. Um. Also, quick to add this in. Um, pro wrestling mixtape this weekend. Tickets are ten. I think. Jan. Uh, doors open at seven. Bell time is at eight. I'll be running the door. Um, so yeah, be there. You get to see me and Chris Crunk and Kevin Ryan and my dad and Zach Die and Shane Oakley and Braden Toon and that's it. Chris Crunk already. I think you I did. said him first. Um, hang on, I'm thinking of the cards. I'm thinking of the cards. I'm thinking of the cards. Uh, Walker, Walker Ken Dane. Oh, shout out Walker! I love you, Walker. Um, I can't think of anybody else. So, be there. We'll fight. You forgot the most important thing. What? If they're going to come to this show, where the fuck do they go? Oh, my gosh. It's at the the tabernacle. (laughs) The RCW tabernacle. 
Um, I don't know that it's like 5890 alternate. 3890 alternate 52. <laughs> That's I, for Georgia. <coughs> I got the 52. Doors open at 7, bell time is at 8, just like a regular show. Except it's dollars $10 across the board. Doesn't matter your age. I'll be uh, there. Trunks mixtape shows are good. Y'all go support him. I will not be there. So but y'all definitely go out and support that show. I'm super excited for it. Um, that's Trust actually me, anything else you can go watch in this area. That's actually yeah. my push for the week is the pro wrestling mixtape because I have a game tomorrow, which is exciting, and then oh, I almost just choked on a piece of chicken, and then Saturday, Lulu's coming over. Well, Lulu's coming over tomorrow night, and then uh, Saturday I have I get to see Chris Rook and Kevin Ryan and all my favorite people. Which is mainly Chris Crunk and Kevin Ryan. Um, and then Sunday, we... Oh, and then Sunday, it's Hibachi with what's and my dad and Ben. Which Lulu will still be here for. And if you don't know who Lulu is, she's my friend. That's paid to be my friend. <laughs> so, shout out Lulu. She doesn't even listen to the podcast. What a fake, fake... What a fake, she, paid friend. She is our business associate. Yeah. We love Lulu. We gave her a bonus over the weekend, actually. We did. Lulu comes from good people, too. Yeah, we love Lulu's parents, yeah. and we love Lulu. Shout out, Lulu. We love and miss you. I miss my babe. She's been gone for too long. It's been like three days. It's been three days too many. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm super excited. Hopefully, I'll see people at the mixtape. I better. Yeah, if you've not seen any of the mixtape shows, they're fun. They're, um, they're always high energy. They're not only high energy, but like they're crowd involved. Oh, Zach Dye will be there. I said Zach Dye. You did say you Zach said Dye. Dye. I want a soda stream. No, Sorry, they, uh... You know what Zach Dye won't have, though? A tan. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, the mixtape shows, he normally does them with just the guys, and he'll record them and put them online. This he said this is one of the... Person. He said this is one of the first, either one of the first or the first one that he's done that he's actually going to have people at besides the wrestlers. Unfortunately, I did not attend the last one. And that was because... So I've done, I've done two of them. And normally he just has the wrestlers around the ring making noise and being loud. And he records them and puts them on his uh, YouTube, YouTube page. But shows them on Facebook if friends with him there. So, so find Chris Cronk on YouTube. Go watch some of the old mixtape shows just to kind of get an idea, nice. get an idea of what you're in for uh, for Saturday night because it is a lot of fun. Um, I'm not sure the Renegade done our Ratchet Rhonda will still do her reviews for what? Oh, and give out fuck you, buddy. Oh, next week. the mixtape. You get to review the mixtape. No one told me this. Why wouldn't you? I didn't think I was going to. Okay, I where are the matches? Okay, if he wants to take my phone, I'll take right. his. I don't care. Move, Bella. Where is Josh at? He's outside, raising hail. Why? It's, it's a long story. Yeah, it's a long story. Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, Adrian Ack will be there. I forgot about that match. Adrian Ack hey, versus... the main event Chris Crunk. Oh, it's the main event. Adrian Ack versus Chris Crunk. 
Title versus career. Woo! Ken yep. Dang versus Walter 13. Woo! Walker 13. Who? Walk Ken Dang. Don't know him. We don't either. Uh, Shane Oakley versus me. Woo! I know those guys. Uh, Kevin Ryan versus Braden Toon. And Zach Guy against Sorry, Marcus Amy, Dillon. Sorry, I got Braden now. Uh, I'm just kidding. Woo! Yes! Okay, let's start from the top, ho bags. Hang on. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you the matches. You tell me who you think is going to win since okay. we just went through them real quick. Sorry, I'm shoving my mouth full. Kronk and Ackle. Kronk! All right. I hope Kronk wins. Walker and Ken Dang. Walker! Me and Shane Oakley. You. No. Wait. Yeah. No. I was just thinking because he's green, but I don't want him to <coughs> win to you. Kevin Ryan, Braden Toon. Kevin Ryan. No, I'm not him. Braden Toon. <laughs> if you couldn't hear that, she said, Kevin Ryan. No, wait. I'm mad at him. Braden Toon. I hope he listens to this episode. Hey, and those of you that um, do are going to go to this show, go watch Braden Toon before he blows the fuck up. Yeah, you. if yeah, you want him for booked, sure. book him before he is on TV. Because he's, he's going to be on. Uh, right now, he's already doing pay-per-views for GCW. So. Which is kind of a big deal. Shout out, Braden. Yeah, I mean, GCW's huge. They're probably the third biggest company in the in the nation right now. Yeah, no doubt. The Invasive Body Slammers? Invasion of the Body Slammers. Uh, we have you on in the background. And then Zach Dye and Marcus Dillon. I don't know that guy. Um, but I bet he's got a better tan than Zach. Probably. Probably, probably Zach. Seamus has a better tan than Zach. Wow, Wait, and he Seamus looks like a jar of mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise an instrument? No, Patrick. Mayonnaise is not an instrument. It's tartar salt. No, Patrick. Tartar salt is not an instrument. Okay, well, while we teach Patrick what an instrument is, we'll be the right lid. back. <laughs> no, not. And we're back. Hey, that's the second time you did that in like 10 seconds. I know it. All right, guys. We are back, and we are here with our... One of my favorite segments, the pop, lock, and drop. Where we pop for something good, lock in something, or pop for something positive, lock in something good, and drop something bad. Right. So, uh, Emily has already gone to bed because it is kind of late right now, so. She's hyper because she's been up so long. But uh, I'll go ahead and I'll start. My pop uh, is for the match I had this past Saturday night. <coughs> Damn good match. Uh, me and Malone against Chris Cronk and Kevin Ryan 2.0, Adrian Ackles. Uh, my opinion 
whether it was, I don't know, but I think it was right on par with the uh, match I had with Menace a few years back. And I've always said that match with Menace is the best match I've ever had in my career. So, the match with Menace is still better. I agree. I agree, but I think this match was really good. I think it was right up there with it. I have to disagree with you on that one. Those That's lightning in the bottle. They'll never have a match that great again. Right. This was a great match. Don't get me wrong, but that match for Menace was fucking flawless. But it was a really, really, really good match. Like I said, Earlier, I didn't get to watch it live, but when you sent it to me Monday, that was my that was my Monday Night Raw. It's probably better than most of the stuff that was on Monday Night Raw. Don't know. Don't watch it. Well, there you go. Don't like wrestling. <laughs> that's why I love Crunk, but that's why I ain't going to his show. <laughs> I don't like wrestling enough to go. All right, Benjamin, what you popping on? Like a quick Yeah. I'm going to pop on my damn self. Oh, shit. Got a call yesterday. My boss is traveling, visiting customers this week, and he called just to put me over, tell me how great I was doing, how proud he is of me, that I'm retaining everything they're teaching me and doing it at such a high level. And he rewards his people. So, kayfabe this people, if you know anybody I work with. Aaron, I already told you. Never mind. Um, reward me with some extra PTO time. Nice. Hell yeah. So, yeah. It shows that you can... Uh, wrestlers, listen to me when I say this. Because we're bad about this. You can fuck up good jobs all the time we've all done it i'm guilty of it but when you finally decide that it's time to grow up since i've done that i've landed great jobs <coughs> and this is the best one i've ever landed right all because i believe in myself i know what i can do and i'm not afraid to tell them if they want to make money, they'll hire me in sales. It doesn't hurt that you had somebody that's worked there for two years that said, if you guys want to make money, hire him, not the other guy. Right. But, yeah, don't let anybody tell you because of your past, you can't, because you can't. And I'm here to prove that. Tag, Josh, you're it. Tag. My pop is going to be this weekend. You know, we've got so much stuff that's going on this weekend. Got the mixtape Saturday. Got all in. NBA. Well, don't forget you. I got a sweat game. I mean, a football game Friday night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, football game tomorrow night. Mixtape Saturday, all in. NWA, Hibachi. Crunk, if they don't dive heat strokes, they'll be there Saturday. <laughs> A so, yeah. hundred degrees is too hot to watch a fucking sporting event 
especially football, is supposed to be played when it's cool. Well, blame it on high school football for starting early. I blame it on Walker County for starting school in fucking August. Yeah, they started third. Yes. I mean, when I played football in high school, we didn't start until after Labor Day. And it was still hot as fuck, but it wasn't 100 fucking degrees. Hell, Tennessee school started last weekend with uh, legit high school games. Ridiculous. They're going to have kids pass out and die, and it's so fucking hot. Right. All right, that's our pop. Yeah, that's who, pop. Who you pushing or dropping? What are we doing first? I'm gonna push. Okay. <clears throat> so this is the lock part. This is where I'm locking in. And we always talk about this stuff because we always have it turned on when we're doing the podcast. And I like to show Ben just because of how awful it is. Awful damn entertaining because it's so bad sometimes. Uh, the No, there's only one thing entertaining about that show. Well, Doug Williams was on there just a minute ago. But he's not always on there, so... No. I stand by what I said. Uh, it's the Extreme World Wrestling over in England. We call it Ew. And there's one guy there... I saw him, and I couldn't believe what I was looking at. It was... Is, is Wolfgang Van Housen. Yeah, I mean, this guy is like... We don't know that's his name. Well, I that's actually know what, what his name dubbed is. Him. That's what we've dubbed him, but I actually know what his name is now. I bet my name's cooler. I No, you're going you're gonna to love it. Okay. But uh, literally, this guy comes out. He's got a... Big blonde mullet. Looks 80s glam rock like a motherfucker with his big blonde mullet. And he's chubby. Yeah, he's a, a thicker guy. And uh turns out that the nice, beautiful blonde hair he's got is a wig. And he's actually completely shaved head bald. Because but he, don't, don't tell him the good thing he does that I found out. He sings himself to the ring. Is it doing it, no. And his name, Benjamin, is Jeff Leopard. Why did I just have an AWF flashback? <laughs> That's right. Not Def Leppard. He can hear. It's Jeff Leppard. The bad thing is, people, this show could be old as hell. And he might be dead, so you might not be able to book him. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know when the show is. I don't know when the show was. It doesn't have dates. I know. I've we even never took the initiative to Google it. That's how bad it is. I've looked it up on YouTube and actually found segments of this guy, like, doing, like, interviews and backstage shit. And hey, you know as bad as it is? It's still better than Championship One Wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially that clip that we've seen today. 
What clip did you see today? Same one you seen in group chat. That was from Cal. Was it? Uh-huh. Yep. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know where. Bro, I commented. I said, Cal never disappoints. Oh, I thought you were just being a, a funny smartass on that one. No, you got fucking Rick Hayes as a referee in fucking jeans. Oh, hell, I didn't even realize that was Rick Hayes. I didn't either until Nate told me in group in the uh, locker room page. Wow. It was, it was bad. Yeah, horrible. So I'm still going to talk shit about it in a minute. Okay, but that's my that's my push is Jeff Leopard. Okay, who am I going to push? Let me think. <laughs> I'm gonna push him because I'm trying to get him back into business. Sean Banks on one leg still better than everybody on your fucking roster. Yeah. One leg. So, he said he's ready to go. So, let's give Sean Banks a shot, people. Let's book him and see what he can do. I'm totally down with that one. Oh, right. I see you contemplating, Josh. No, I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing. Oh. I just never retarded. He's constipated. Yes. No, I had shit today. A couple times today, actually. My push is going to be... Damian Bradshaw. Um, there you go. Especially after his match this past week. You know, he had a little hit. He, he rung his bell a good bit. But also, his professionalism and helping Dino out through that match and protecting him. As a young guy in this business that only has a, hand, a couple of matches to his belt, that was uh, that was impressive. And uh, still wanting to come to the show next week. Exactly. And that's another... That's another good thing about the way these guys are getting trained is they know protect the guy you're in there with. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dino actually said, because, you know, we've said this time and time. Saved him a couple times. We've said this time and time again, you know, we flip back and forth between kayfabe and non-kayfabe on this podcast. You know, we'll give the backstage stuff while still pushing our storylines. Uh, Dino said Saturday, you know, hey, that boy done good. He saved me. He saved me at least twice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, 100%. That's a good one, Josh. Absolutely. Definitely. <coughs> and after, you know, we kept checking on him because we want to make sure he didn't have, you know, a concussion or nothing. So, you know, Jen had me bring him to her, let him check her out, you know, shine the light in his eyes and, you know, after every match, I was like, hey, you good? How you feeling? How's your head? And I checked on him before we left. He's like, yeah, I'm good. And he, and he woke up Sunday feeling fine. But Monday, not so much. And that's the thing about concussions. Yeah. They, they don't always come immediately. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Man. Honestly, the only thing I can think to even drop is all the fucking death and bullshit that's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Losing two of the... Two of my favorites 
in two days because I was always a Funk fan. I've always been a Wyatt fan. Back to the Husky Harris days. Mm-hmm. And, On the original NXT game show. Yeah, the Sherman tank with a Ferrari engine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Fuck you, death. You can suck my dick. My turn? Your turn. Your turn. Don't take my I'm dropping the owner and promoter of C1W, Dalton Jones. Do tell? It's bad enough the product they put out. I think I know where this is going. But when you're such a mark that you buy yep. you and your your friends from wrestling tickets to go to AEW on a Wednesday night, instead of using that money to pay your talent better or add improvements to your fucking show, you're just a fucking money mark that is using the money that you've made off these people's back to make them feel like you're doing something for them. You fucking idiot. You're the only promoter in the world that would do something that stupid. They each ticket where you said was 50 bucks. We'll just call it with fees and everything. And you bought like 10 of those tickets. Imagine the improvements you could have made in that building to your belts, to your talent roster with that $500 or the people that has been there for you from day one, busting their ass, stuffing Easter eggs, doing your training. Give those people a bonus. Fucking Mark. My turn. Yep. All right. Same thing. Has to do with C1W. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm knowledgeable about wrestling, but you know my expertise is behind the stripes. If I see a shit referee, I'm gonna call it out. Now, this person might not be a normal referee. I don't know much about it, but the clip that we got sent to us for this match. Chick that's working this match misses her fucking senton from a mile of fucking way. But I'm going to talk about the damn referee. Not only was the referee out of position, counting the feet, but the, the other wrestler that was on the mat did not even have their shoulders fully down. They were laying on didn't their side. Didn't try to put them down. Didn't no, even try they're on to, their side. Yeah, they're on their side. And the referee, already out of place, counts the fucking fall. If I would have been there... After that match, I would have chewed them the fuck out. You just made yourself look fucking stupid. You just made both of them look stupid, and they already looked. And then I guarantee you, even the crowd would have been like, why the fuck are you counting? That was... Yeah. That is like... At their feet. At their... Yeah, that is like the greenest fucking... Even if even if this was... Even if, this was, even if that was your first day ref, and I still would have chewed you out, because that's, that's lazy as fuck. Well, not only that... Call a spade a spade. He's been in the business for years. He should have known better. Yeah. He's not a, res- a referee. He's a wrestler. But still, if they're not going to give you a spot wrestling and they're going to give you a spot refereeing, look the fucking part for one. Yeah. Don't disrespect but, the people. If you don't have black slacks, I'm okay with black workout pants as long as they're yeah. solid black. I don't want three stripes white Adidas pants out there. Yeah. But wear black pants. Wear black shoes. Something. Never like that. Don't wear don't wear shorts. Don't wear jeans. 
Unless you're Sleep Johnson. <laughs> or Sean Michaels <coughs> with the Daisy Dukes. Referee the fucking match properly. <laughs> Dress properly. Don't be a... There's referees out there that bust their ass and they're damn good. Don't fucking disrespect the stripes. Well, and this goes to promoters too. If you don't have a referee, you don't have a show. Exactly. Yeah. And this, you know, both shows that we talk about, Cal and TWA are bad about this. Might not have referees, but you got somebody doing live commentary. They kept motherfucker off live commentary because all he's doing is making your wrestlers and your referee look stupid and put them in the ring to referee. <coughs> if they don't want to do that, fire them because you're spending money on them that you could be using to, fi- to hire a referee. Exactly. If that had been either one of my boys, if that had been Connor or Brandon, I'd have shoot their asses out because they know better. And here's another piece of free advice. Promoters, talent, just because you marry into this business or you fuck into it don't mean you get to come to ringside. Yeah. Don't mean you get to come backstage. That's something that is earned. It's not given. No matter how long you've been around, no matter how long you've been married, no matter how many people you fuck, that's something that you just don't do. And it's shitty promoters that let shit like that happen. Stop it. And what brings me is I could slightly be out of position like in one of Jason's matches I had a he he had to push me out of the way because he was going for a spot I felt like shit for fucking up that for a second and a half mm-hmm. this motherfucker is fucking counting at the feet with the shoulders up not even dressed properly and it just pisses me the fuck off I've been reffing for a long ass time I don't like it when people do that shit it's ugh sorry this spot is so bad. Any of y'all listeners want to see it? We'll send it to you. Just yeah. hit up Josh on the on the social medias. Yeah. That's how. Like my son could have ref better than that. Yeah, I legit didn't know where the clip came from. I thought, like I said, whenever you said that about uh, cow wrestling, I just thought you were being a smartass, being like, "Yep, this is some shit you'd see up there." <laughs> No, I knew who it was because I knew who was in the ring. So, yeah, point blank. Be fucking professional. Do your fucking job. Actually try to do good. Try to be better. Try to actually want to get better. Don't disrespect the wrestling business. Don't disrespect referees. Don't disrespect this promotion. Just because you got money... Doesn't mean you need to open up a wrestling show. Mm-mm. And if you do open a wrestling show and you make profit, good for you. Yeah. Invest that product, no matter how good or how shitty you are. Don't go out and blow it trying to make the boys think you give a fuck about them by taking them out to a fucking big time AEW show. That's you know, how fucking, you make the boys act like you give a fuck about them? Pay them what they're that's worth. That's part shit. Those same boys that you think gave a fuck about you were talking shit about how stupid you were the whole ride down there. And the ones that weren't saying anything about it are the ones that know they can't get booked anywhere else, so they'll keep tugging at your ass. (coughs) 
<clears throat> I think our rant's over for right now. <laughs> and I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have known none of this without Jennifer sending me the text today. Which text? About Dalton. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. I'm just glad my son got out of there. Yeah. Love you, Charles. Yeah. But guys, uh, this has been the... Well, unless you got anything else, Benjamin. I think I'm good. I can't think of nothing else. Josh, you got anything else you want to get in here before we sign out? I'm trying to watch that, Nad. I think I'm good, other than respect the wrestling business. Respect the wrestling business. Support your local indie shows. Uh, support the mixtape show if you're in the area this Saturday night. Uh, trying to think. Anything else? I can't think of anything else. So on that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast. I'm Jason Hampton. An irritated Josh Cox. A fan-fucking-tabulous Ben Thrasher. <laughs> and a sleepy Ratchet Ronda in the other room. <coughs> Peace out, fuckers. Mm-hmm.